Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there, guys. It's Sally here, and it's Service Service Accommodation Secrets Facebook Live and Podcast, and it's getting late in the evening now, but uh, at um, this strange time in COVID-19, we've had some different kind of regular habits cropping up, so tonight being Thursday was 8pm clapping for the amazing NHS and also Captain, or should I say Colonel Tom Moore, amazing money he's raised for the absolutely fantastic things that the NHS are doing. And, you know, he and um, people like him across the world put their lives on the line for us and the NHS as well, you know, in the circumstances they have. So we're really grateful for that. Hi Khadija, hope you're well. So tonight it's really about staying visible and letting everybody know that you are still open for business if you have an SA business that you are operating and helping people in your community still. So we're open for key workers and we already had some longer term guests staying um, both for business and then stranded people as well. So we're booked up till the end of May um, with two of those types of guests and um, June as well. And then we've got some different key workers coming. So um, a forensic police nurse, I believe, checked in today. So it's all good stuff. Hi, Chris. I hope you're really well too. So interesting times at the moment in that both Booking.com and Airbnb are essentially shut or they've shut us down till the end of um, lockdown. So we'll see how that goes. And if you search up properties on um, Google at the moment, for example, normally you just have Booking.com listing out loads of results um, and normal kind of listings would be way down below that. There are still some booking.com, but it's a bit like a tumbleweed moment. The winds of space are blowing through. So, Tandy, good to see you. So, we had um, some chats um, last night and some of the guys in um, my community all about the fact that this is the ideal time to really let people know you are visible, sorry, you are operating and stay visible and market to them and show them all the wonderful things you have to offer. So you've got amazing SA units, you are putting in enhanced cleaning processes for COVID-19 and really thinking about the welfare of your guests and that of your teams as well. Because obviously staying open, we choose to raise our standards um, in terms of not wanting to um, pass on infection, um, you know, or, or the virus, should I say. So we are behaving as if guests who've left potentially have the virus. So we have all of our protocols enhanced and um, 72 hour gap in place. So this is um, uh, based on government guidelines 
and um, also some enhanced advice that we we have some experienced relocation guys in the community as well have shared there's certain um, biocidal chemicals don't really like using that kind of thing normally but they do actually kill COVID-19 so all of these things you can communicate to your audience that you're thinking about not just um your guest welfare and making sure the places that you offer are completely sanitized deep cleaned and disinfected ready for them to stay but also you're looking after your housekeeping teams and serving your community so yeah if you go so i'm going to go into a bit more detail if you go and search up your area it's going to look really different than it normally does you're normally going to have booking.com everywhere and you know you're you're gonna think um how can you possibly get to the top of your rankings um in the searches and uh, obviously there's lots of people out there who can help you with that but the cost of advertising has really fallen and i guess it's a, a saying that people have said a lot is when things are in crisis and difficult times happen it's the people who keep marketing keep advertising that stay in business and if guests can't go on booking.com and they can't go on airbnb to find you necessarily because we sometimes come up in the airbnb search because we're covid19 responder hosts um then you know how are people going to find you so there's a few things that i will go through we're having a bit of a brainstorm about this last night but if you think about it if you're being searched up and booked on booking.com normally then what will happen is you'll pay commission to booking.com whereas if you put that money or probably less than that money by quite a, a lot um into a google ad or a facebook ad then you know you're going to get people finding out that you exist and also if you do content type posts so you tell your community what you're doing um in on facebook so in a telling a story you know more of a narrative type way about what you're doing so they can get to know you a bit you can um, give advice on that community if you know um, what's happening in your area and help people in this time as well so then people will also get to know you that way um hi michelle hi debbie good to see you and so um you can become known so say if you were willing to host um nhs workers or key workers at cost price which is what we're offering in one of our two beds that's available currently uh, or it will be from next week now actually um what um, you can do is create a really nice image that's attractive and ask you know make sure you're within guidelines posting in a group but say you know you're, you're offering this and you appreciate everything that's being done to help you know with infrastructure obviously completely in the hospitals the nhs just amazing um, and all the help that's been given so that's a really good way to cover your costs and it may be that you're able to do it for free obviously with service departments um if you're overheads are really high it is a real struggle at the moment to do things for free if you can then do um you know you still got the rent coming in all of the other bills so it is a challenge so if somebody says to you you should be doing it free well 
it, it, you know, do it if you can, but most likely you won't be able to because it's a really difficult time all round. So it's entirely up to you. We have some units let at cost or a bit less, and we've had some slightly less um, long-term stays at a slightly higher rate. And so it's sort of balancing out. Some are making money and others are break-even and some are slightly lower. But we're trying to help people and stay open, but cover some costs and I think I've mentioned that before, but really if you start to get a bit more involved in the community that you're in, I think this is going to have a far-reaching effect moving forward. And, um, you know, the service that we offer as SA operators is pretty awesome because um, people have a space to chill out for um, COVID-19. It means they're completely separate. It's not like being in a hotel and there's nothing wrong with hotels, but obviously they're sort of grouped together. There's so much more communal space, whereas in apartments or houses that are, you know, specifically for people working together or individuals, they're completely separate. So I think in that way, it's really nice and it's so comfortable and obviously they're completely clean and sparkling and, and absolutely sanitized. So I think, you know, what you're offering is fantastic. So think about your marketing if you don't know how to do google ads and facebook ads find people who do so i had a great marketing meeting with some of the guys from future marketing the other day and um they're really clever with all this stuff and i just answer questions about what i need my business to do um and we're putting something together in regards to that but they were saying they can't believe the low cost of um placing these ads now so if you don't know how to do it and we were talking about this last night as well um raj was saying find somebody on fiverr who will do a google ads campaign for you and if you think to yourself i don't have a, an amazing website you can just have a landing page and in fact at our marketing meeting the other day the guys were saying it might even be better just to have a landing page because that's just really simple so you don't want somebody who normally would go to booking.com search up and then find a property to get lost in the intricacies of a website that you might have that's quite sophisticated if they literally just go to a landing page they can see how to call you how to email you and you know what your property's like you can see, and there's a link to it you know more information etc but they can opt in as well so they can say yes i want to receive information then that really helps you to um you know get in touch with them and speak to them about the kind of rates you offer because you might advertise a rate but you might negotiate on it depending on what type of worker you have awesome so tandy's saying she got a va today so that was one of the things you can find somebody who's a virtual assistant who's experienced in doing this and if you post a particular task say you know i need a, a landing page set up and uh, some of the guys at Ima in our group, she knows how to do these things. But literally, you're going to have people who are experienced and can do this for not too much money. So that's awesome. Tandy's got got this sorted. You're starting on it. That's fantastic. So if you want to do it yourself, there are people like Mark Simpson who gives brilliant step-by-step -step guides to this. And they are good. Um, and you have to just set aside a little bit of time to work through them. Um, if you are completely overwhelmed by that kind of thing, just 
put it on Fiverr and say, I need a Google Ads campaign or, you know, Facebook ads, that kind of thing. So don't feel daunted by it. Susie, fab to see you too. Don't feel like you have to do everything and understand everything because I'm one of those people who thinks, right, I need to know this so that I can delegate it to somebody. But actually, you really don't. And that's that's something that just holds you back because, you know, it's going to take you a lot longer to learn something and somebody else already knows how to do it and they want to earn some money and help you. And then, so, you know, it's real teamwork then. Um, and you can work together on this stuff. And if they're experienced, they're going to have a lot more ideas about it than if you just about know how to do it and then spend all the time doing it. Um, somebody who's experienced can do it a lot more effectively for you. And so if there are people who have stopped doing SA in your area, um, hotels will be shut, then you are going to be marketing there and visible to people who really need to stay. Because we um, have talked about this before on the podcast recently. There are so many people who are key workers and they're being drafted into different areas because this is such an unusual situation. You know, it's real crisis time. Um, and so people really need to have somewhere to stay temporarily, perhaps, you know, for uh, a couple of weeks, perhaps for longer. So a lot of people want to self-isolate for like three months because they just don't know when they're going to be able to um, go back to their families without the risk of, you know, infection and, you know, bringing, because they're going out into the workplace, they don't want to bring that back home. So there's a lot of things that we can do to help people. And I would suggest that you go for longer stays if you can, um, because then obviously there's less risk of people spreading um, the virus. You know, you've got a lot more um, consistency, but make sure you don't do mid-stay cleans. So we're providing people, I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. We're providing people with um, cleaning uh, materials and products as well and advice so really communicate with everybody that you are fully aware of all the government um, rules so that actual legislation and laws we're operating within and so that they know that you've got their best interests at heart and you will help them and provide what they need um, but don't go in doing mid-stay cleans for them you know take linen from them that's double bagged and leave it 72 hours before you launder it um, and make sure that you know they um, either do that or suggest that they do their own washing but if their key workers working like 12 hour shifts plus they're not likely to want to do that and you might also want to provide them with basic groceries and and staple foods especially if they are um, uh, you know NHS workers potentially hi Jonathan good to see you it is a really long time I haven't seen you for so long I hope you're really well well in the circumstances of course so I really hope you are um, and the other thing about the marketing aspect it doesn't just have to be ads it doesn't just have to be landing pages think about all the rest of your social media now I could be doing this constantly I could be doing this daily but um, you could be outsourcing this as well and so could I doing a lot more of that um, because don't think that everyone will get sick of seeing your ads the whole time or your or your content posts the whole time because a lot of the time people don't see them all so if you have a, 
an afternoon set aside where you can create some content and then when I say content, it's just a story about what you're doing. It's information about your property. It's, um, you know, your rates and who you're offering your accommodation to, your um, enhanced cleaning regimes, all of the things that you're doing to help your guests. Let them know about that. Let them know about the type of people you've got staying at the moment. Let them know about, you know, stories in your area where people have been helped and all the good things that people are doing because um, people are really pulling together in this difficult time. You know, if you really enjoy mindset um, and self-development books or quotes, those kind of things really help people. Um, any tips on how you organize your day, um, stay productive, stay positive, um, all of those things. You can put those together to post on Instagram and also Facebook and Twitter at the same time. Same sort of idea on um, LinkedIn. You can do short videos as well. All of these things, just be you and just reach out to people and let them know what you're doing. So um, just a bit more about being yourself, really. Hi, Brendan. Oh, I'm glad you're good, Jonathan. That's fab. And really, the next thing is that um, moving on from this as time goes forward, thinking about how we're really concerned about the welfare of our guests and their well-being. Um, I've been at a quite a long Sabah networking meeting this afternoon, late afternoon, and that was very much about accreditation because... The SA industry is not regulated yet, not licensed. Um, obviously, we got the 90-day rule in London, and it may be that there'll be a registration or regulation comes in across the country or maybe in London first. But in the meantime, we all need to make sure we're meeting certain standards. So it was very much about that and various bodies who have services that they can offer to show that you're accredited in your business. And I think because um, it's hard for people to really know what they're booking in terms of standards, they just do go by photos currently. And one of the things I always say is make sure your photos are absolutely what people are going to get. So the wow factor they see online should be what they see when they walk through the door. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. Um, but I heard from some, what we all heard, there are like 50-odd of us there, and Richard Majeski hosted um, fabulously, as usual, internet permitting. But uh, there were some really good um, talks from the likes of Quality and Tourism, ISAP, IPRAC, and... Um, sorry, I haven't got all of the notes in front of me. Uh... But yeah, lots of operators and lots of agents. So Silverdor, they've got a, a big initiative recently about this. Um, and it's really so that guests can know the standard that they are going to be provided with in an essay unit, whether it's a house, an apartment, whatever it is, is going to be high and clean, safe and legal is one of the um, phrases that quality and tourism use. But also there are things about sustainability, being green, um, the well-being of guests and, you know, other aspects are obviously things like um, planning and whether you've got fire risk assessments done, you know, pass, pat tests, so there's all this kind of safety aspects for people. And to kind of bring that all together so people just know it's good. 
and IPRAC was quite interesting and I've heard about IPRAC through Mark uh, Simpson already I believe but Chris Morn was saying that they're quite um, concerned about fraud well that is one of their main things because a lot of ads for places actually aren't real so people I guess they show up and it's not a real place and not you know it's not um, everything it's uh, supposed to be when they book so they are very much involved with the direct booking aspect of SA and similar accommodation which is really interesting and it means that people can um, look to book with you but if you're a member of this they can click and see that you're a member and see that you're real which is a really fascinating aspect and i guess it gives people that assurance that they maybe feel when they book normally through one of the otas like booking.com and um airbnb expedia etc so if you're booking direct you you might feel a little uncertain but something like that would give you an assurance that it was a genuine um property and you know operators such as ourselves who want to really care for our guests so that was fascinating but there's interesting debates about, you know, how the accreditation needs to be done regularly and updated. And, uh, you know, because a lot of tests have to be done annually. And, you know, so how to do that without operators having like six uh, different things to subscribe to. Because there's obviously a cost to this. And it's also... Um, we don't want to be in a situation where we subscribe to various different bodies and then find that we still aren't covered for something else so you know obviously it's the most effective way of doing it in terms of the guests knowing that they are staying in a place that's safe and clean and legal and like at the moment they're staying somewhere that is sanitized properly cleaned properly and they can be assured that you're going to look after them while they're staying in this time and um, then the other aspect is um you know, moving forward, um, you've got things like um, the kind of stars you used to get uh, through, um, was it Visit Britain? Yeah, London Tourist Board, they were saying. So you used to have people going out to all properties always to award a certain number of stars based on how um, how good a property was, you know, all different criteria that they'll have. And also... Um, the same with, uh, you know, different hotels still have star rating. But apparently what happened, and I think this is Andy Woodward from Quality and Tourism was saying that when TripAdvisor came along, it was all too much and overwhelming um, because there's so many properties like flooding the market. They couldn't do their regular checks anymore. They just didn't have the capacity. And some people like Airbnb is just in people's houses. And, you know, then you've got professionals such as ourselves and many of you in the community. So that's why things kind of broke down in that way. And now you've got various um, associations who have accreditations um, aligned with them like um, ASAP who has ISAP and, you know, various things like that. So it's very bewildering for people. And uh, so it's it would be really good if it's just straightforward. And there are certain levels that, that could be 
um, understood at a glance. And there will be a cost to all of this for operators. So, you know, there was some discussion about, you know, if you were paying, I think it was, um, yeah, it was Chris Braun saying, um, if somebody was looking at a property for £1,500 that was accredited versus another one for £1,000 that wasn't, would they really care? So people need to really um, have something easy to understand, um, not because they're silly, but because it needs to be straightforward and simple. You know, people haven't got time for complicated things and, you know, which body means what. So it would be great if there's a way forward to make it really simple for people to understand the accreditation, what that actually means. And also for operators such as ourselves to know what we can do to improve the way we operate, you know, what are our policies um, that really affect uh, the guests and that we want to, you know, have in place as a duty of care for our guests. Hi there, Mike, and hi there, Pam. I hope you're well. So, you know, it's very much um, on us as operators to make sure we're doing all the right things. And then it's very much a case of seeing how um, we can make sure people really understand what we're doing for them um, that, you know, is meaningful and useful to them because I think the star rating is pretty straightforward. So we'll have to just see what happens with regulation, licensing, etc. But um, we're going to get some kind of accreditation in place just to make it simple and straightforward for the moment. So um, that's going to really help in terms of your branding as well, if you like, because if you really... Um, find it important to make sure your guests are happy, comfortable, it's all, um, you're operating within, um, you know, the parameters of like in business, you don't want to be operating at risk. So you want to make sure that you're allowed to operate in the building you're in. You want to make sure that all the fire aspects are um, assessed. So you've got your fire risk assessment and everything there. And so, if you want to add into that things like being green, if you want to add into that things like sustainability, the well-being of guests and things like that, then that might be part of your whole identity. So moving forward, a natural progression for your branding would be how you take care of your guests. And so you can think about these things. Um, I was going to say while it's quiet, but actually we're just not quiet right now because there's just so much to do and helping everybody and all the enhanced stuff we're doing. But if you are in a situation where you're quiet, you can start really um, planning these things. And even if you're busy, I don't know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Just really think about how you want to craft and shape out your business with these things in mind. But I think we'll probably hear quite a lot more about this. And certainly in terms of the direct booking angle, I think it will be reassuring for people because um, there's probably an assumption when you book through an online travel agent that some kind of assessment's been done. Um, certainly through corporate agents, they make sure that you have certain things in place before people can actually go on the platform and go live with you. So as a slight um, development and food for thought, what you want to do moving forward. But certainly in these times where we're really making sure our guests are okay in terms of um, lockdown, it's, uh, you know, it is a natural progression. Hi, Francis. I hope you're really well. And so I think 
essentially to summarize while this is all going on don't stop your marketing make sure people know that you're open you're uh, fully you know operational what kind of things you're doing how you're going to look after them make sure they're okay and think about the different routes you can take you know leverage it out um, get some people from different places like Fiverr and so on to help you who've, who've got experience. Don't go thinking, oh, I can't do that because I don't know how. Um, and, you know, just, just get out there so that people know what you're doing and post frequently on your social media and, and tell the story of what's going on and help people in the area. And I think coming through this, you'll be seen as being strong, as being supportive and you know do what you can to help people essentially and if you do have any things you need help with or any questions you want to ask me then do post below um, or ask me now um, and if you want to go to the service accommodation secrets facebook group or page um, you can post anything there if you've got any quandaries about anything and um, perhaps long-term bookings that are coming in because uh, there's certainly loads of contractors that have got loads of work to do and as lockdown potentially comes to an end it's going to be a case i think of a lot of people needing to get stuff done that's been so delayed so we could have like a mini mini boom you need to be ready for it and if people know you exist and you're out there advertising um, letting people know what you do what you're about then you're going to be uppermost in their minds as well so i hope that's helpful and i hope you stay safe and i hope you keep well and i hope you have lots of people in your community that you can help with your SA units. So has anyone got any questions here? Let me just have a little look and just scroll up. Any thoughts? I think you're all just saying hi at the moment. So I hope you're well. And I will see you next time if you know questions now. So take care guys and I will see you soon. Sharing the secrets of success.